Everybody, it's comedian John Heffern, uh, half of Heffern and Reap, the podcast where we decide to record it when we decide to record it. Other podcasts, uh, they're consistent. They come out the same day. They come out the same time. Uh, Not us. We are like the A-team. You got to just sit and wait for our podcast. And when it comes out, be thankful. Be thankful. Michigan, Michigan. I got to talk to the Michigan people before we bring John Reap to the podcast. It's going to get minus two. It's going to get sleety rainy. So you have about six hours to run to the grocery store and get some bagel bites, maybe some some pizza bites, uh, some soft pretzels, maybe some wings and some jugs of booze because you're going to hold up for a couple days. No reason to go anywhere. Stay in your house. All right. Now with that, and I have a weird uh, eye thing with the camera. It's going to bug me the whole show. Uh, but with that, let's bring on the second half of Heaven Reap. Uh, coming to us live from Hickory, North Carolina, uh, furniture capital of the world. So if you want to buy a chair or a couch, maybe a nightstand, John Reap's the guy that you go to. DM John Reap. Tell him kind of uh, what you're thinking about doing in, in one of your rooms. You know, kind of what, you know, is it uh, farmhouse chic? Do you want to go modern? And uh, since John knows everybody in Hickory who's in the furniture business, he mm-hmm. will put you in touch uh, with some of the finest furniture makers. There you go. Thank you, John. Um, weather here, it's getting chilly, but I don't think we're going to have yeah. snow. I think it's just going to rain, sadly. But it's just that. It's like that Guns N' Roses song, except it's December. Cold December rain, sadly no snow. People always blame it on the rain, too. If it's going to be, you can blame it on the rain. Blame it on the rain. (laughs) No matter what month it is. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd rather have snow or sleet than have just cold rain. But you guys, you're about to get hit, huh? Yeah, with that with that bullcrap stuff. That stuff where it's, it's raining, then immediately turns to ice. And you're oh. just like, this is not good. Because it doesn't matter how many, what tires you have. It doesn't matter if you have a four-wheel yeah. drive. Ice is ice. Ice is and ice. It's a lot of that when you hit your brake and you just start slowing. And you kind of start swerving and you're like, oh, man. Do you guys put in uh, studs in your tires up there? Like when it, no. For ice? No, do you only have one. Uh, maybe in the old days. I mean, there's no chains or anything like that. Um, Yeah. No, people just know how to drive. You really only gotta like spin out and I and I apologize for this camera. You saw me moving it and I and it's bugging me where it's at right now. So oh, we're gonna, it's okay. we're gonna do this. Uh, we're gonna go old school. We're gonna go older. He's still pretty low in my ears for whatever reason. But yeah, um, no job. I used to work at a good year back in oh, the day, changing yeah. tires and stuff. And I remember when it would snow. People would come into the tire store and ask for us to put chains on their car, or you could buy snow tires that have these little holes in them, like not all the way through the tire, but like in the tread, like a small hole, and you put a divot yeah. type stud in there, and it was supposed to help. And I don't even know if they do that anymore. Yeah, I don't think so. It's a pain in the ass, though. It's you gotta like spin out one time. 
I think there should be like a empty parking lot where yeah. they let you and there's maybe an ambulance waiting, but there's no cars you can hit. And, and they should let you hit the parking lot at 40, lock them up, spin mm-hmm. it out, uh, you know, turn into the spin. And then just so you get that first one out of the way. So when it happens again, you're not freaking out. You're like, I've been here before. I was here yep. uh, two weeks ago at the, at the practice run. Now I can do it. I'm, yeah, that really should be part of the test. Like, especially if you're in a cold winter, cold weather states, like when you get your driver's license or the driving yeah. course that you take, there needs to be a winter part of that test. Yeah. yeah or, or stopping or like, like a, super rainy. Yeah. Like super rainy, got to slam on your brakes and it shows you how long it takes you to actually stop. Yeah. Yeah, I, was, I see you're bundled up already. Is it cold up in the? It, it's in the cold. I was out. I have uh, the wife's car because she, she commandeered the uh, Jeep, which the, my Jeep now. I hooked it up to Alexa. <laughs> right. Wait, this, this you're good over here. I can. When people do this, when they talk like this, <laughs> I hooked it up. To He's Alexa. trying to say uh, Alexa without and, uh, it going off, and I, I'm yeah, and. And uh, I can start my car now with it. So I don't know if that's too in- intrusive. Oh, she's talking. I should have learned from I you. I was whispering it. I didn't even bring her name what? up. It's like Beelzebub or or what do you call it? Dumbledore. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I don't know what. Alexa, stop. I was whispering, dude. No, but then I was telling Alan what you were doing because he couldn't see or hear you. And then oh, right. in the process of me explaining it, I mentioned said name. Yeah. Unless you had to chime in. But now I now I asked the person that we're talking about uh to start my engine. Oh really? And and my Jeep turns on. It's a little creepy. That is creepy. You can so start your super car warm. with your voice. Just with my voice inside. So, like, why Michelle's showering? She'll just start it, you know, and then. That's pretty cool, though. Go out there. It's kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure people, it may, you know, cars are so easy to rip off now. I would imagine. You don't even need the keys. Yeah. You don't need to smash windows. It's probably just an app. We just hit it. Um, <laughs> first it off, off, like I say, I don't know. When I talked to you last, I was, I believe I was at Side Splitters in Tampa was the oh, last uh, show I did. And um, shout out to that club. That club was uh, super cool. I enjoyed, you know, there was one out of a full week, there was one super rich guy who was either recently divorced or has a new girlfriend, and they kind of wanted to make out in the front row pretty much right. the whole show. You ever have those people, the over-touching yes. people? And he was he was super tan and had like a sports jacket with shorts. He was that guy. When you can't <laughs> yeah. let it go, you either just commit to full shorts and like a polo shirt, or nobody uh, needs a sport jacket with shorts and then slip on shoes. You're a dick. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um. So they ended up uh, they ended up uh, leaving or getting kicked out or just leaving because the whole crowd was gonna kill him. Uh, but Good for you. I hate that shit. That uh, that does happen a lot in Florida. It seems like I see a lot of people, like Jacksonville or Tampa or maybe Orlando, that that have uh, money and they like to sit in the front row and make out with a hot chick or a girl that they're with. Or there's a couple just making out a lot in Florida. I don't get that. 
but it does happen a lot. Yeah. I've noticed it too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's a if it's a trashy thing, you know, like a uh the social norms is just people who aren't well mannered, but none of them are from Florida. Like if you talk to them, everybody came from a different state. Yeah. I just think yeah. they're entitled rich people or super pro you... poor people. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Somebody who just got money for the first time. Yeah. Like just won a lottery. How how did so overall you liked ta- I, I was really worried about you going into Tampa because I just know how of a party vibe it can be down there. And that was I did I, I did nothing. Um sorry, I'm blowing out with this diva light. Um yeah, I, I did mean, nothing. The, the My biggest complaint. Were, yeah. Crowds were perfect. And I liked the club because they didn't serve food and, and you had to be there to see what type of I would my my first line on stage would be, you know what I like about this place? They're serving you food as if they didn't know you were going to show up. <laughs> you go, it's kind of right. like when you have guests and you're looking through your, your cupboards going, okay, just fucking put some grapes with some crackers. Just g- g- give them something. Uh, right. And that and that's what the vibe of the food there is. Is oh, they had no perfect. idea that there were going to be people. Some hot pretzels and some crackers and grapes. That's yeah. it, and yes. it's perfect because nobody nobody's eating, nobody's ordering more. I mean, you every you know everyone wants to munch on something. You're just out mm-hmm. of habit now. Um, that's, so that's you know. hilarious. That's a good way of saying. Yeah, that. The, yeah. How was Brent? Great. Can't wait to go back. Brent, super hilarious. That dude crushes it. Like. Every time he'd go on stage, he had one show, but the whole where he like, I think he got mad at him and then he even crushed it even more. So he just, yeah, (laughs) he's, and then I would say to him, I I had to try to help, help him sell merch. Cause he had one of those shows where I think he had like a eight hour drive, but you Mm -hmm. know how you like sit there and you go, well, do I try to sell merch or I just hit the road and and get on the road an hour earlier than waiting? So he decided to wait till after the show. So I spent most of my show plugging his stuff so I could try to make him enough money to wait an hour. And then right. I told the crowd, I go, and, and all the money is going to go to him buying a uh, extra large shirt because I don't know how he's so big and thinks he wears a medium. Because <laughs> he wears these little, he wears these little, like little shirts <laughs> like uh-huh. that don't make sense to me so i'm like he's a, he's a large he's like a extra large or oh, a large he's at least not a medium large yeah there's yeah, no he's way not he's a medium, medium. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't deserve he shouldn't have a medium shirt on so i go well, well, you know, uh, he's he's lost some weight recently so maybe he's being hopeful like maybe that's like incentive he'll never be a medium no he'll never be a medium me and you could never be mediums we're not mediums anymore, but he's definitely yeah, uh, not. Medium. He definitely he does the, the feature act move sometimes. And this is not a knock on Brent or anybody in particular. I, Cause I have lived this life myself of the middle guy mm-hmm. where you, uh, you know, you, you, you drive a lot. You're in and out of a suitcase a lot. Um, and at some point you learn how to pack your clothes in such a way so that when you put them on, they're not, it doesn't look like you fold it up into a ball, threw it on the floor, right, picked right. it up and put it back on. Like, right. Uh, he hasn't discovered the ways of the iron yet. 
<laughs> or at least doesn't know how to pack it. So I, sometimes I'm watching him and I'm looking at his clothes and it looks like, I'm like, damn, Brent, he just literally picked it up off the floor and put that on. Yeah, I do the, I, you know, I used to iron all the time, but then once I get the iron out, I realize the iron's never going back into the closet and then it's just out for the whole rest of the thing. Oh, really? Uh, I get physically mad if it's a small ironing board. Like many yeah. ironing boards get get me pissed. Yeah, like I, I don't know what it is like about them. Use the desk, you know. It's it's horrible. So now I go in and I I'll I'll steam everything, but they always give you those bullshit hangers that aren't real hangers. They're those little so they the little wood ones. Yeah, so you got to find a way to mount it in the shower, and then you turn on the shower as hot as you can. But you got to make sure you, that your shirts don't fall. And then I right. close the door and I'll steam them for like half hour, 40 minutes. And then I bring the, my new favorite thing, the little bottle of anti-wrinkle. And I hang oh. them up and, and I just spray that over everything. And I don't even touch an iron anymore, dude. And I What is the anti-wrinkle? Crisp. How does that work? It's literally the downy anti-wrinkle. It comes in travel thing. You just hang up your, your shirt and you spray. I even spray all my t-shirts and it, it gets yeah. it out, man. You just douse it, and it smells good. I like it. I think it. I have. I don't iron hardly anything anymore. But I feel like going back to what I was talking about. Just a way of even folding your clothes can prevent a lot of. You know, what I'm talking about where it looks like it was just wadded up into a ball, and then you pulled it out. Yeah, and it's not just a crease. I'm talking about wrinkles all over the place. Brent, Brent sometimes yeah. has that mode going on, but. I, I, yeah, there was a moment where I ironed everything, uh, but then I stopped with that. Steaming, I don't think works as great because it takes forever, and then my clothes are kind of damp. Um, but like, what is the? Uh, let me ask you this: At home, John, mm-hmm. do you fold all your t-shirts or do you hang all your t-shirts? What shirts do you hang? What shirts do you fold, and why? I now, and this is not my um, uh, way of doing it. I hang everything now. Even even what I would call uh, everyday grub T-shirts are now hung. So I don't fold anything. Everything's hung. Mm -hmm. And then we have hangers. So I take it right from the dryer, right to the hanger, then right from the hanger up to my closet. Done. Gotcha. I hang everything. Jeans, I hang also. I, I hang them. Now, do you do the hanger with the jeans? Do you clip them like that so yes. you don't have to fold the jeans? Or do you yes. fold the jeans over? No, I don't know how to do that well. And there's always a crease. Um, yeah. But but I hang this up. So but you, I'm trying to get rid of the clippers, right? Yeah. Oh, but I'm trying cool. to get rid of all my T-shirts because I, I counted. I think I was up to 100 and something. Just like yeah. T-shirts. Yeah. Um. And I buy from Amazon now, like this next, it's called Next Level. They're just plain, like the ones you have on. They're n- no logos, no nothing. They fit perfect. They're four bucks. Yeah. And I have every color, and you can just put them on with any pair of jeans, and you look cool. So I don't need a hundred graphic tees. Yeah. But it's still mentally to get rid of them. It's hard. Yeah. Like I have a I hard agree. time. I'm like, I need this. I've, I've had this one for so long. This is a good yeah. fly home on Sunday one. I can't get rid of it, um, but I don't same, need a hundred and something. I've got way too many T-shirts. What I've found out over time, 
because and maybe this is a, 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 an indicator or a sign that you've had one T-shirt way too long, is if, you, if you've been hanging it on a hanger for too long, one T-shirt, over time, the gravity will start to wear and tear at the at the shoulder part, even where it's hanging. Yeah, like it. Yeah. It, so that's why I kind of like. Sometimes I think I should be folding my t-shirts, but hanging only the dress shirts. You know. Yeah. And I have hang- some that smell, like mm-hmm. smell from being like burnt in the in the dryer. So I need to no. I need to get rid of everything. It's that's what I'm doing. I'm home for three weeks. I believe I don't have a show. I have a corporate event sometime in January. And then at the end of January, I'm in uh, somewhere in middle America. Oh, Omaha. Um, at the funny bone there. So I'm not really working for a little bit. So I'm like, all right, I got three weeks to get my life together. Mm-hmm. I could go through all my clothes, donate them, burn them, get rid of them. And just, you know, get ready for next year. Yeah, next year is the, is the year of uh, heaven and reap. I'm excited. That's a good idea. I might do that too. Go through the closet. You know, did you send Alan a picture? Get... Yeah. So I want. So I, I wanted. I, I posted this picture, and I've gotten so much shit for it, and I just wanted to show it to you. Okay. Um. So I I stood up. My wife. Well, we were at a wedding. We we're at her daughter's wedding, and I posted some beautiful pictures on my Instagram. That's comedian John Heffern on Instagram love more followers by the way if you're a John Reap fan and you don't mind me I also would love some follows on my Facebook page uh, Facebook slash John Heffern I need to get my numbers up sorry about that John but I posted some Please good do. pictures of of uh, wedding we were at personal ones instead of always plugging dates so my wife likes full length shots right that's her move she's always like we got to get somebody to take a full length picture of us and I hate it. So I stood up and I didn't get a chance to fix, but see, look how I'm busting out of that <laughs> thing. And everybody is po- posting Chris Farley, uh, little jacket yeah. uh, things. Um, also it was a dry wedding. So right at my, what would be my right boob. Um, I've got too many bottles of tequila in that pocket. <laughs> And then if you go to the bottom, like where it's bunched up, you know, where you can kind of see where I just needed it to tug down. That is hilarious. There, there, there's a booze in that, too. So <laughs> so my wife looks beautiful and, and yoked and stuff. And I just look like it's, you know, I don't own a suit. And I was forced to And I feel really. What? Who took the photo? I don't remember. Um, I would say, you know, this is why a lot of people say, let me see that picture. And then you can go like, oh, no. Yes. I mean, most girls do this. No, no, delete that. Let's do it again. No one told me about my jacket. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I'm so used to just knocking out a picture and calling it a day. I'm lucky, you know, did I, was I giving my wife the hover hand? No, I was touching her back. But, you know, like you don't I take so many weird pictures with fans that my my fists are up and I'm just like that. I very I never, you know, put an arm in, go in and and do that. So even in like personal pictures, it's so weird. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, so so that I saw this picture and I didn't laugh out loud uh, because of the jacket. (laughs) 
Um, the jacket does fit you. It's just a matter of it not being pulled up front. I'm getting a little bit of yeah. echo again on me, but that, I don't know if that's... John, are you getting an echo on me? How, how do you sound over there? How do I sound? I am, I am not. Okay, good. Uh, you well, sound can... perfect. Oh, you, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you sound... You sound um, I'm going to send another picture. What Tim, was yeah, the, uh, yeah, so we had a great wedding. Um, my wife's daughter's uh, wedding. Oh, okay. Yeah. Where was it? It was a big wig. In Nashville, Tennessee. Wow. We're there Did all the time. Did you guys do Nashville yeah. things while you were there? Uh, no, we flew in Friday, uh, you know, pre-rehearsal, you know, stuff. I didn't have to do anything, uh, you know, but sit there. Yeah. So it was good. Um, and then the wedding that took place, and then we were flew home Sunday. That's what's cool about Nashville. You can fly uh, in and out, in and out. So, where did you? No, stay? My wife looked beautiful. My jacket looked horrible, and I and I have a bunch of corporate events. So now I'm worried. I have one month to kind of try to get, try to get that gut down. <laughs> I don't think it, I'm just getting older. Gut, you look the same jacket. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. My hair is going. I, I got crow's feet. Man? I have contacts in there, though. I've, I'm wearing contacts uh, for that, so that's new to me. Um, it yeah, takes me 45. Going? I knew that you were yeah. having trouble putting them in. Yeah, I'm still up to about 45 minutes each, or uh, 45 minutes to put them in. Um, and then nothing scares me more at night than trying to take them out because you have you to pinch your eye. You have, you have to like pinch your eye and then yank them out, and it's oh. a it's a it's a thing, dude. It's a thing because you when when you take the when you have the uh, contact lens, you're supposed to do this taco thing where you're supposed to pinch it and then flip it, and then you're supposed to look at the bowl to see if it's a bowl that doesn't have ridges on it. But if you don't, if you're not wearing contacts or glasses, you can't see. <laughs> if it's like a fucking bowl or a ridge, right? Oh. So I, I'm doing this, and you're doing it on your finger. And one time, dude, I did this. I did this. I got all excited. I pulled it back. I went like that. And I was like, okay, I, I think I did it. And I was like, oh, that was awesome. And then I looked down, and on the counter was the, the contact. So I lost it somewhere, oh. like, in this move. It fell. But I thought it was still on my finger, and I was doing everything. <laughs> Just... Yeah, you'd think that there'd be a better way of, I mean, if you can't see your contact, put your contact in, they should give you like a magnifying glass with the other eye, and then you can look at it with this eye and be doing it like that. Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. I'm not a fan. So I got new glasses that are way better. But on stage, uh, I like wearing contacts because everything's uh, cleaner and clearer. Um, But anyway... Um, yeah, dude, I, um, I watched somebody else's podcast who has a really famous podcast, uh, comic. There are two comics, one is more famous than the other, and um, I'll, I'll tell you who it is after. I felt so bad because I don't know if this guy is forced to laugh at the way more famous podcast guy, mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, like with everything he, he says. Um, so if you need me to start doing that for you, I will. I realize maybe I don't I don't do that enough. Oh, that's you know. funny. I want 
now I'm dying to know who this is, number one. Number two, so comedian is a comedian, mm -hmm. but the other guy is just a podcast. Is a comedian also. Okay, so both are comedians. Yeah. One is way more famous than the other. Mm -hmm. But the one who is less famous has to laugh at everything he says. And it's, it's, oh, I see. It would be like me telling you, uh, look, look at my jacket's a little tight, and you're just, <laughs> you got to put that in your eye. <laughs> like that. But he I does it like every podcast. Do anyway, then I, then I got I'm... obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's, it just, it makes me laugh. Listen, it makes just me laugh. At home. And no, I was watching some others. We don't reference laugh at those jokes. I just think he's funny and I do laugh at him. Yeah. Uh, naturally. It's we do, we do need to start commenting on what uh, anything Joe Rogan says, though, because I was also watching a lot every other person's podcast. Mm -hmm. And every podcast is them reacting to Joe Rogan, no matter what. Yeah. And there's like 20, 20 comics that do it. So that's the one thing so we're not we'll doing. Moving forward, starting next year, we'll have a segment where we uh, simply. Because that Andrew Schultz. One bit. That, that Andrew Schultz, his whole podcast is just reacting to other people's podcasts. I mean, so like, I, like I would just react. <laughs> I mean, listen. <laughs> If you're going to use a straw with a can, then, you know, use a straw. <laughs> and then, Don't right, use it to right, your right, like a <laughs> I mean, What's with the people with the straws? It already has. You know, you, all you got to do is drink. <laughs> can I get a straw? Like, yeah, it's uh, it's hilarious. So we, well, so we just got to start doing that. I just want our numbers to go up. I just want our numbers to go up. And I think that's that's one way we do it. Yeah. Uh, and then we also mentioned Scientology. Also, I think will help our numbers. Oh, like we, okay. You know what I mean? But like, and then I think we have to, um, there's a couple of people we're going to talk more about starting next year. And, and I'm only going to do it on purpose. I'm telling you, all of our fans now, I'm, we are going to completely, it's going to be, it's going to, um, uh, we're gonna not troll, but I, we're purposely going to bring up certain people all the time. I think we should. I think we should have been doing that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. Just like, it's kind of like uh, trolling, right? Right, right Elon, yeah, get ready for the Reap and Heffern view of Elon. Get ready, Mister Beats. I believe he stepped down. I thought. I thought I saw a tweet. A tweet that he put out. With a poll saying, "If let me know if you want me to step down as president. If it's yes, I will step down. If not, you know, I think he put that out, and most people said step down. So I don't know if by the time this comes out, I don't know if Elon will still be the president and CEO of Twitter. Has Twitter ever been beneficial for you? I don't know if I've ever in my life had one person come up and say." Hey, good thing on Twitter, or I've found out about your show on Twitter. I literally, I, I, I don't even, I mean, I go on there to read people just uh, killing each other. You know what I mean? Like just going after each other. It's just a lot of people screaming. Yeah. Um, But if I tweet, dude, I'll get two hearts, no tweets. Right. 
Yeah, it right. doesn't no matter what. One way whatsoever for me. Not one. Was there another thing? I've not. Yeah. Heifer, did you send something else? All right, let's look at this. Oh, I was just, I was just showing time. I got a weird echo okay. going on in my head, and it's hard for me. Okay, to... we'll save it. So you are. Here's what I want to hear about you, John. No, here's what I want to hear about you. Uh, just in case, but I'm sure we'll talk before New Year's Eve. John Reap is at the Comedy Zone in Sh- Charlotte, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I go see John Reap. It's good. Go to the early show. Here's what you do. You get tickets. You go to the early show. So you're actually home before New Year's Eve. You're going to see the same show. John's going to be in a good mood. He's going to be festive. He's probably going to have some family with him. Our buddy Brent is opening for him. Uh, they put new carpeting in that place. It's going to be a good time. So if you're in the Charlotte area, uh, go see John Reed at the Comedy Zone. I think he's there for a couple of days. And then when you come through, ask the box office person when John Heffron is coming. Yeah. And say, I want you to get Brian Heffron on the phone. And I need to talk to him. So everybody asks for the owner why they're getting their tickets, John Heffron, and then say, when's John Heffron coming? Right. Uh, or not. Or don't Brian him. Heffron, John Heffron. That should be a no-brainer. That should be a no-brainer. All right, dude. Anything else? You need to send me your I'll, address. I'll, shit, I'll text it to you as soon as we hang okay. out. All right. But Merry we'll Christmas, talk. John Heffron. Merry Christmas to you and to all. And to all. Until all. (laughs) Since you love the Heffron and Reap show, please go to iTunes and let them know. Rank the show and leave a comment. We don't care what you write, you know. They Heffron and Reap have low self-esteem. Validate